It's Poker Talk. Welcome to Poker Talk. Wow. Soft the uh, seats in the Gulf Coast region. The this Gulf is not South. Gambling podcast. You, 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 this is, <laughs> is that the Pensacola uh, Greyhound track? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Two Plus Two podcast. Yeah. If anybody knows who that was. You ever used to read those Two Plus Two books? I still do. No, I don't read the books. I read the forums because they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're just hilarious. Every every post is just like how I got bad. My beat. worst hand ever, where I lost like ten grand. <laughs> it's a, yeah, and it's always some like I got sucked out on so hard, and it's like, and that's how I lost the mortgage money with a six offsuit. Everybody's uh, what? Everybody's Matt Damon from from Rounders. Like everybody just wants to be him. Like, Bro, I just want to. I just want to be Kanish. Yeah, my kids eat. I don't chase dreams of the World Series. Right, I don't chase action or cards. You want to be Teddy KG. No. no. <laughs> Kanish is the best. It's just a pure grinder. Just, just old man. stacking it up. Old man. So good. Anyway, this is Good Morning Comrade. Uh, this is our um, weekly radio show edition, uh, which you can watch on. I mean, you can listen to it rather on the radio. Uh, WHIVLP New Orleans uh, on um, at eight o'clock Central Time, AM. Um, and we got Jeff and Robert on the show. I'm feeling pretty chill and exhausted. What you been up to, buddy? I don't know, man. Just um, trying to have as much fun as I can because it feels like the world's going to end. Yeah, like you know, like this COVID thing's not going away, and the the thing is, even if I'm being hyperbolic, like the world's not going to end because of COVID. Like this isn't, but you know, the next thing that comes along where it's going to be like super serious. Not that COVID is not like murdering people in the street, but I'm saying the thing that's like kills people much worse and quicker than COVID. We're we're just going to let it roll over us, and then the world actually will end. Because um, we can't handle this. This is so easy. We have a vaccine. We should have locked down. We should all just be receiving checks from the government. And and I was just like, I had an argument. There's some guy at a poker table, and he was saying something about, I can't remember what it was. This was like last week. And he said, I see this guy all the time, too. And he said, um, it's something about COVID. And I said, yeah, you know, we didn't do what we were supposed to. You know, we should have locked down. And we should have, you know, we should all just be getting money from the government. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, lockdown like before didn't do any good. I go, exactly, my dude, because it was a half-step measure. Things were still open. Like, we should have all been locked down, getting money to pay our bills, and having meals dropped off to us by the National Guard. Like, it should have been like you shouldn't have been allowed to be on the street. Like, And then if we would have done that for two months, this thing would be over. And he goes, this isn't China. This isn't China, you know. Like, you can't do this. And I go, yeah, I guess. There's a lot of things here that you know China China doesn't have, like COVID right now. 
Mm-hmm. Like in China, they're just like they're at like raves, fist pumping. Like I, I'm not like a I'm not one of these leftists that's like a China guy either. Like you know, I'm not into China, but I'm like they 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 stopped COVID. Vietnam, like stop COVID. Like they did what they were supposed to do, and we're too stupid because we say we have rugged individualism, and our it's not rugged individualism. It's not rugged when you like refuse to wear a mask. Or you refuse to get like a shot that's that's like tested to be effective, and I don't want to hear about how it's not um, FDA approved because it, when it is FDA approved, the goalposts would just move again, and and for whatever reason, these people won't get shots. It's just that they think I don't know. They think that we don't live in a society, and the rules don't apply to them, and somehow they're going to be okay, and they're gonna, they're going to find out it's not it's not okay. I don't know. Well, speaking of um, end of the world. That you brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a brand new report that came out from the International uh, Governmental pa- balance, uh, Panel on Climate Change, IPCC. Um, and the news ain't great. If I'm, if I'm on TBH, uh, it's a little bit terrifying. You know, TBH, it's um, the world is warming. This is a headline from CNN. The world is warming faster than previously thought, scientists say, and the window is closing to avoid catastrophic outcomes. So we're in a we're in a bad spot there, Chief. It's not good. Yeah, I mean that's why I, I talked about this on the little rancy live stream I had. It's like a lot of people I know are just kind of they haven't I won't say given up is the wrong word, but their idea is just we have to try to protect as many people as possible when the whole world collapses in on itself. Mm-hmm. Like that's where they're at now. They're like, yeah, everything like you, the writings on the wall, like everything's screwed. So what do we do to protect as many people as we possibly can? Yeah. Um, so the, the lead is from CNN. Uh, as the world battles, historic droughts, landscape, altering wildfires and deadly floods, a landmark report from global scientists says the window is rapidly closing to cut our reliance on fossil fuels and avoid catastrophic changes that would transform life as we know it. Like, it's just like literal, um, like Armageddon type talk, like coming from CNN. <laughs> the state of the uh, science report from the United Nations uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change says the world rapidly warmed 1.1 degrees Celsius higher than pre-industrial levels and is now careening towards 1.5 degrees, a critical threshold that the world le- that world leaders agree a- a warming should remain below to avoid worsening pro- impacts. So it was like, even like these people that are making like these world decisions, like are like, yeah, this is bad. Shame we can't do anything about it. We can't change the structure of yeah. We're boned, according to G Wolf. Um, we keep, what's going on? Um, but yeah, it's just like definitely feels at, at, at like we're just kind of like rolling down the minecart, you know, down on the minecart, and there's no stopping. The brakes are off. It's 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 just uh, like not to be. I mean, I guess. Actually, no, it's appropriate to be doom pilled on this, right? No, it's, absolutely. It's, um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm actually torn on this because I can't. On the one thing, is if people have heard me rant like about stuff like this, I, I can't control other people's actions at all. 
So all I can do is try to take care of myself and like other people. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure even how to do that though. And and the thing is like, I, I kind of delve into and I, I, I delve into um, if you go, if you look at like preparedness, people like, like kind of doomsday preppers, they're the first person to tell you, like, it doesn't even matter what the political ideology is. When you get down to it, every doomsday prepper, like, worth their salt, like, is really, like, you know, I, I'm going to be reasonable. I'm not trying to get you to buy, like, a bucket of goop or some kind of weird, like, it's not a scam. I'm just like, hey, this is how you live off the land. Um, they might be the most right-wing reactionary person you've ever met, but they will tell you, like, if you have dreams of when things fall apart that you're going to be on your own and be some kind of rugged individualist, like think again, like you're going to have to be in a community, which is so hilarious to me because it's like they're advert. They're literally advocating for communism and they're saying this is the only way to survive as a, as a species. But if you drill them down on their political ideologies, they would, they would say no way. Like I, I want my liberty. It's such a, like a, it's such a compartmentalization of, of thoughts and, and double think. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, bottom line, we have zero years left to avoid dangerous climate change because it's here, said Michael Mann, lead author of the report. Unlike previous assessments, Monday's report concluded that it is, quote, unequivocal that humans have caused the climate crisis and confirms that, quote, widespread and rapid changes have already occurred, some of them irreversibly. So, like, not only are we boned, we're, like, permanently boned. Right. Like, there's no fixing how, how boned we are. When is the first time that you have ever – can you remember in your head that the first time you ever heard about uh, global warming or uh, anything, I mean, like, I even as a kid – it had to be probably like in the nineties. Like if I'm, if I'm thinking about like the first time I thought about it, like heard about greenhouse gases, it right. probably actually came from like Nickelodeon's like big help and stuff like that. I absolutely remember in, um, I was going to elementary school in Ohio and I absolutely remember like being something about uh, the ozone layer being depleted in our, in our elementary school like science books. I a hundred percent remember that. Which I find kind of like surprising now when I think about. I, I wonder what that means. That's just anecdotal, but like I think about our, our our the state of the American education system and how terrible it is. Like we've got you know Ron DeSantis, the governor of um, Florida, want like passing bills to put McCarthy put McCarthy esque language and oversight over public and secondary school education to be like oh, we have to teach american values and that communism is bad and it's like we did this before like and now we're doing it again it's so i just weep this this country's like either either two things are happening like this country and I, like we might not even survive this might not even matter because the world just ends because of whatever covid or whatever virus next is down the pipe or we just boil ourselves to death on this on this rock known as earth. But even if we survive all that, I feel like America as a country is either we're at like the last gasp, the last dying gasp of like a deflated dying empire and people, they're just flailing 
like these people are flailing before the inevitable happens and capitalism just collapses and and a new like I don't want to say utopia, but a new world is born. We we say that a lot. We've got a new world to build. We talk about DSA stuff and, and democratic socialism. Or this country's just reverting back into just just going back in time. And there's no reverse from that. It's either going to get really... I feel like after our deaths, it's going to get really good here. And we are like paving the way for people to like have it good. Or it's just going to be really bad and it's going to be glad that we're dead. Yeah. Well, Not survive it. Even under the IPCC's most optimistic scenario in which the world's emissions begin to drop sharply today and are reduced to net zero by 2050, so basically 30 years, 29 years, global temperature will still peak above the 1.5 degree threshold before falling. In a statement... The uh, UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, called the report, quote, a code red for humanity. Oh, no. The one point five years old is perilously close. It's been code red for like 50 years now, my dude. <laughs> I mean, the only way preventing exceeding this threshold is by urging stopping our efforts and pursuing the most ambitious path. So essentially, like, literally just destroying like all of the industry that exists yep. worldwide and changing it. Like if we had done that tomorrow, then it would still, nothing could stop the the, the, the 1.5 degree threshold. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, just to put that into terms, like, if we do, if we have done that, if we do that right now, this minute, we might save northern Louisiana and like maybe oh, half we'll of Florida. At the bottom, at the bottom of uh, Gulf of Mexico, where I'm yeah, sitting. Maybe half of Florida. I don't know. If we do it now, like yeah, it's it's just how are we going to help people survive this? That's that's where we're at right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's it would take the complete end of capitalism, which isn't going to happen. You see how. You see how even Republican lawmakers now, like I'm looking at, are Republican lawmakers like our own um, oh, Senator Cassidy, who's like, y'all better get the y'all better get the vax, and his his own constituency is turning on him. It's because he knows like he knows that coronavirus, COVID, is a direct threat to 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 capitalism, and you would even think too like oh, text flowing. Yeah, you would even think that you know a lot of these even these oil companies have alternative fuels divisions that they're just ready to kind of I don't want to say flip on a dime, but they're ready to like tra- transfer over because they know this just can't last forever, and they're they got to make the next dollar. It's just, but they never do that though because well, it's not of- bad. It's 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 you never make any kind of change. And people, human beings, don't make change until they're at the end of their rope till they're. It's it's more it's easier to it's less comfortable to stay where you're at than to make the change and it's still more comfortable to dig and the to dig to you know what I'm trying to say to go into the to go into the Gulf of Mexico and drill yeah than it is to to try to do a whole new infrastructure I mean like the all of the um all of the for example and this is not even going to handle like most of the problem but like if we wanted to like change the um cars in america 
to like all battery powered cars that are not char- like done by fossil fuels that could very easily be done mm-hmm. um however uh there's so many things standing in the way like like um all of the car manufacturers would have to change their um their sort of like methods of manufacturing that comes with costs um and that essentially means risk they'd probably sell a zillion of those cars but it's like way harder to do than to just keep doing what you're doing not to mention the fact that the fossil fuel use will go down uh harvest like like, like mining those will go down those are industries that bring in billions of dollars you know and and those companies aren't gonna do it and like part of the problem with capitalism is a lot of these a lot of these um a lot of the money that's wrapped up in this stuff too is held like by people like with multiple holdings and it's controlled by a very small few oligarchs yeah and like i said we just I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of talking to myself here. Is when I say it's things. I say we. I'm, I really mean me. We have to get in touch with the people who are who are ahead of the, who are out in front of this and figure out what we're going to do because they're like you're reading this report. There's no turning back from it. It's just like how do we how do we survive at this point? Yeah, you're listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. World on fire. So bad. The world is on fire. Um, from a scientific perspective, this is back to the report. Um, every degree, every part of a degree, every half of a degree matters in terms of limiting the impacts that uh, we will see from climate change, said Cope Barrett, a former vice chair of the IPCC. So whatever level countries decide is what they're, uh, is what they're aiming for. There are benefits and there are consequences to choosing those limits. So like, if we set targets of like lowering our um, our you know fossil fuel usage or our carbon emissions um, that are way too low to actually like address this problem, and this is this happens all the time, like countries will like set way easy targets, and they'll basically like meet them and declare victory when those targets are just like completely and utterly insufficient for like actually addressing the problem they're purporting to do it's just so like it's so unclear and the problem is so like not what people like not something that people see in front of their face all the time i guess like that's part of why it's so pernicious and it's sort of part of why covid is uh really kind of you know messing with people as well because you know, it's not like super lethal as far as like, you know, pandemics go, but like the fact that it spreads so quickly is, you know, and, and, and that's sort of like the problem here. Right. No, absolutely. Kind of like invisible. To make no, no, that's a, that's a, that's a hundred percent. Right. I've said that if this was COVID is funky, because if it was like, Ebola and it just burned through people like we we and it was like horrible. Your brains are coming out of your nose. People would run away from that. Or even it was like that thing with like the monkeypox is going around. Like if it was that, like if it made you look like cosmetically like terrifying, then people would take it a lot more serious. But the fact that it kills you, but it leaves you like to be the walking wounded long enough to spread it around. 
and that you just kind of go off into a hospital setting and die instead of just like, I don't know, like a horror movie, like again, like Ebola, it makes people be like, ah, it's not real. It's not real where it's obviously real. And I tell you something else. Um, people that are getting COVID who are vaccinated, like um, that I know of it's, and we're like, Oh, the symptoms are mild. They, I, I mean, I guess by COVID standards, they're not dying. So that's the, you know, that's pretty mild, but, People I know who have who are sick or been vaccinated are with Delta now. They are down. Mm-hmm. They are not having a great time. I can tell you that. It's not. The, it's not the sniffles. It's more akin to like I had COVID before, and they're telling me, you know, the the way that they're explaining it is like the same stuff that I went through when I had COVID, just having absolutely no energy, not being able to, you know, walk to the bathroom without feeling out of breath and lightheaded. Mm-hmm. So it's it's no fun. Like so, definitely mask up. I guess. Um, I I would love to. I mean, I haven't. I would love to get a third right now if we could. Um, I'm sure there's a way for me to like hustle and do that. What's that? You ready to get topped off? Yeah, because honestly, like I was vaccinated in January, and I mean that's a long time now. So. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to get a third. I mean, I just, I just think of like, like, just you know, all these vaccines just going to waste anyway. There's people not getting them. Might as well just give me a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the back to the climate change article, though. Yeah. Um, David Ray, the director of the Edinburgh Climate Change Institute, and said world leaders quote must have the findings of this report seared into their minds at the November conference to take urgent action. This is not just another report. This is hell and high water writ large. This dude is like screaming from the rooftops that the, 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 the planet is going to like be completely and utterly like destroyed. And like, we know that like Joe Biden is going to be like, uh, what, you know what we need to do? We need to do public-private partnerships. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> let's ask, yeah, he's going to be like, let's ask uh, Shell Oil what they think that we should do. Yeah, let's. Uh, you know, you know who um, could help us out the most with this problem is the people that caused it in the first place. That's exactly right. I mean, look at again. Like I know you want to keep it on here, but look how bad things have gotten to where private industry is saying that oh well the airline industry is saying like pretty much every all the major airlines are like you can't even work for us if you're not vaccinated yeah like, let's they're, they're, they're stepping in and doing the thing that like the government should be doing especially in a field that's like regulated mm-hmm. like by the government like the government definitely should be doing this like but we have to wait i have to wait for delta airlines to decide to do the right thing so like the like it's not even a joke like delta airlines you say huh yeah exactly it's not even a joke though like when i said oh we'll we'll have to ask shell oil what they think we should do you know that's the way the biden administration is going to play this if they give any attention to it at all they're like let's get a blue ribbon committee and get british petroleum and shell and and exxon and get them all in the same room and be like well what do you think we should Man, come on. But, I, yeah. I, I hate Joe Biden so much. I can't even stand it. Oh, you keep bringing up COVID, so I'm going to go to the other story that I have, sure. um, which is really great because it uh, looks like according to um, according to Fox 8, I'm sorry, WDXU cha- at Channel 6, uh, more than 3,000 
Louisiana children have already tested positive for COVID. In Isn't that great? Um, largely because schools are back in session. Uh, you know, guess where I was today? Um, guess where I was uh, today? I'm going to say back at school. Yeah, that was today was the first day back at school with kids. Uh, glad I hadn't read this before uh, the first day back because I would have been very... Uh, very terrified. So now I get to get to have that be, you know, at least pushed off till tomorrow. So that's nice. That's nice. It's so bad because you've got, uh, again, I got in another stupid argument with an anti-vaxxer and he was like, well, I, I was actually talking about you. I'm like, well, my, it's like my buddy's a teacher and he has to go to work and he's afraid that he's going to pass on. He's been vaccinated, but he's afraid he's going to be asymptomatic and pass on COVID to kids who can't be vaxxed. That's why everybody has to be vaxxed because we live in a society. He's like, well, if masks work, you shouldn't have to worry about that. I'm like, you're the dumbest person I've ever met. Yeah, you, like, you can do masks and the vaccine. Oh, my God. I'm like, you're right. You're right, my dude. I was like, because, you know, because floss exists and toothbrushes, you should never go to a dentist. Yeah. Just because there's airbags, you should totally not wear your seatbelt. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's completely reasonable. Completely reasonable. I was just like, this is what we're dealing with. And it makes me so sad how just America is the land of, if it's not directly happening to me, I, I it's, it's not real. Mm-hmm. It's because, our again, our biggest strength is we're Pax Americana. We have all this land mass and all these different cultures mixed together. And our biggest weakness is we're Pax Americana. We have all this land mass and all these cultures mixed together. So these people think they can like live in their segment little communities, their little cul-de-sacs of the nation and their gated communities. And they think they can just be separated from everybody when we all, there is no, uh, like the, the per that stupid human being that I'm having a fight with, that I had a fight with about, you know, kids, kids can't get vaxxed. So that's why everybody need, who can be vaxxed, like, I am linked to him and whatever he thinks about me, like he is also tied to me. We rise and we fall together because we, again, we live in a society, Marty. And it's just, they don't understand that. They do. They do not understand that. They don't care. They think nothing applies to them. Yeah. More than 3000 Louisiana children tested positive for coronavirus in just a few days time. Governor John Bell Edwards updated the state Friday, this is a couple of days old, in a news conference, according to Edwards, more than 6,000 Louisiana children now have COVID-19. Edwards said that this is the most positive cases uh, in children seen since the pandemic began. Defecting children of all ages, Edwards said. In just four days, another 3,439 children have tested positive in Louisiana. Edward stressed that uh, this is why children should be wearing masks. And I will say that most of them were wearing masks today. Uh, actually, all of them are wearing masks. It's required by the state mandate. I did have to keep telling them to, you know, fix it and put it over your nose a bunch of times. But, like, there's worse things that it could be. Sure. Um, but, like, I have kids that are over 12 now. I have, like, 8th graders and 7th and graders. So, like, um, I'm getting kids that are vaccinated which that's good and like i'm not shy about like you know if somebody tells me hey i got the vaccine yay timmy got the vaccine everybody should be like timmy you know um 
Yeah. One of our one of our mutual friends was talking about, you know, I can't believe they're canceling Jazz Fest but not canceling the schools. And I said, I said, it's again, how many times y'all sick of hearing this? It's capitalism. Because if you cancel the schools, that throws a wrench in the in the workforce because people have to like take care of these kids and we can't have that. Like things have to keep going. And because they won't close the schools and because they won't force people to go home from work and stay inside for God's sake, because of all that, because we won't do that, that means we don't get to have jazz fest because Absolutely. Of that. Yeah. So yep. it's not it's not like it it's the it's the people's fault who are like not actually solving this problem. I want there to be a jazz fest. Like I mean, I haven't been to Jazz Fest in a long time. It's too expensive, but like I'm glad that people go and enjoy it and all this other stuff. But like you know, the fact that you can very easily connect the fact that we haven't shut it down and kept it shut down. Like that's very easily attributable to the fact that we haven't done that. So as a result of that, we don't have Jazz Fest. So, I mean, what you're going to do about it? It's a policy decision more than anything. When we could have just taken our, we could have just taken our lick and then locked down and yeah. this, as a country and this whole thing would have been over uh, by now. It's, it's so short-sighted. It's so, it's so very American, you know, just doing half steps and half measures. And, and this is the same country that like, I, I rant about this all the time. This is the same country that during World War II we had gasoline ration stamps and victory gardens. And now, you know, these rugged individualists, these big tough guys and gals out there can't wear a mask and, and get a poke. It's, it's, I, you hear me, you hear the, like the low energy in my voice. It's just so, it's so frustrating. It's like, this is how the world ends. Not yeah. with a bang, but a whimper. It's, yeah. Totally. You are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. Good morning, comrade.com. Uh, um, but yeah, it's it is it is a little bit depressing. It's just so frustrating because it feels like you know I said this to my, you know, I say this to people at work, and I think I ranted about it on a previous recording. It's it's that as a society, like as a dim sock, a socialist, a communist, whatever, like I understand we're all a collective unit and I understand like we, we should be doing the right things to benefit society. And, and I want society to benefit from the things I do now, even after my death in perpetuity, I want like society to go forward and touch the stars and do great things. But in the most like cynical individualist manner like where i really get upset about it is these people are screwing with my life again yeah. because they don't want to give vax like i feel like i've done so much and i finally have my life like on track like i've done so much and i finally have the ability to like go out and do things and not have to like personally i put myself in a position not have to like constantly worry about money or like the future and i can like go and enjoy life and as soon as that happened as soon as that happened like it all just got taken away and I know that's like people are dying and being intubated and stuff like that. And I, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, even if you want to be selfish and look at it, like nobody matters, but me, like this is affecting you because 
other people won't do the right thing. It affect it, it affects you even on the most selfish level. Yeah, totally. Now there was some good news that kind of came out recently. Oh wow, um, the the president of uh, American Federation Teachers, my union, uh, actually announced just yesterday that she thinks that. Uh, all teachers should be vaccinated like it should be required like mandatory vaccination uh which i mean i would go further than that and say that like every person that sets foot in a school should be vaccinated absolutely um but like you know that's a that's, that's a good enough point at least that's a starting point um no i was just i was just saying this the other day like i have a flight to catch on friday and i was like you know it would be great I would pay twenty more dollars if everybody had to show their vac status, and then the twenty dollars went to like everybody getting a rapid COVID test before you got on the plane, and then we could all know we were all vaxxed and we all didn't have COVID, and we could just sit on the plane and drink rum and cokes and without a mask on. Wouldn't that be cool? But people will be like, "That's communism. That's socialism. That's that's totalitarianism. You can't do that." Uh-huh. Yeah. I, no, everybody needs. I, I'm. I'm for. I like. I don't know. You'd have to. You'd have to throw some real scenarios at me that are like draconian, to be like, nah. I would about this virus thing. I mean, about this this getting vaccinated thing. You'd have to throw. I don't know. You'd have to throw some really crazy, um, draconian totalitarian measures at me to be like, nah. That's too far. Right. 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 I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't. It, it would have to be something crazy. Mm-hmm. Be like, nah, like, oh, we're gonna go to your house and hold you down and like just pump the vaccine into your arm. I mean, that's ah, a bit too far. If you want to make it so these people aren't vaxxed and they can't come out on the street, I'd be like, okay, okay, I'm fine with that. Um, because I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of walking amongst these people. Yeah, um, that makes it makes perfect sense. And I mean, I'm, I mean, the U.S. has a history of forced vaccinations even really. So, I mean, like it would not even be outside of the precedent of the country um, to do what you just suggested. Uh, Just throwing that out there. Um, (laughs) I guess that would be against like vaccine cluster bombs or something like landmines of vaccine like that sounds a little bit too far but uh i don't know i'm pretty uh i'm pretty um i'm pretty radical when it comes to get everybody vaccinated unless of course like if the if the vaccine will literally harm you and you shouldn't get it which is like a very very tiny minority of people by the way um you should get the, you should one hundred percent get the vaccine, like one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm to the point where you shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be allowed in communal spaces, stores, yeah. restaurants, barbershops, sporting events, anywhere where three or four people, three or more people can gather. I, I feel like if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't be allowed anywhere near that. Sorry, go go have your freedom to go die of an infectious disease out in the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. Away from away from civilized society, like you can't sit in the lunch table of society and pick your nose, mm-hmm. and just wipe it all over the 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 the, the table, my man. Mm-hmm. Like that's you can't sit with me. 
Yeah. So, so um, I guess what else we got? We can just dwell on COVID for forever. Sure. I'm not exactly particularly interested in doing that. But uh, what else is going on? What what else you been Sonic? Um, personal. I life? don't know. I'm I'm um, I'm excited to see how Blizzard slash Act- Blizzard Activision is falling apart. All right. So we haven't talked about this at all. Can you set the table for this? I'll try. It's a long, it's a long way down. Um, so it's been rumored. There's a video game company. You've heard of them because they're a cultural thing called Blizzard, even if you've never played a video game. Um, they're a parent company of Activision. You've also heard of them, even if you've never played a video game, because Blizzard makes World of Warcraft, Activision makes Call of Duty, and they also own that mobile game company King that makes Candy Crush. Um, so yeah so at activision there has been a long history of um just sexual harassment in the workplace and the state of california did a two-year investigation and found this to be true and so now they're going to have to go to court um the state of california is doing a lawsuit uh, they hired a pr lady the lady who was the who worked for the uh, Obama administration who defended um, U.S. torture and U.S. black sites. So that always knows, you know, you know you're in good company there. Um, what else is cool with them? So they've had a couple of ceremonial, I want to say, performative uh, firings. The guy who's the CEO of Blizzard, Jalen Brack, he quit. Uh, was He was forced to step down because he's he's – deep in the sexual harassment uh, and um, a couple other people are getting rolled. Let's see what else. Oh, but now it's finally hit. It's hitting blizzard because a lot of their sponsorships for their, 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 um, their professional gaming leagues of like overwatch. They make a shooter called overwatch. They've pulled out like T-Mobile and Coca-Cola, which, you know, Coca-Cola doesn't have the best, uh, Track record, you know, they killed union uh, activists. Rights? I know, right? Not so, really. What's been fun for me is seeing like people online who are like, Well, we're gonna have a uh we're gonna have a digital protest inside of World of Warcraft. And I'm like, What are you what are you people talking oh, about? Why, just delete your account. Delete yeah. your account. I'm like video like if it's one thing, Amazon, I can understand like Amazon sucks as a, com- a company. But if you're like, eh, only thing I can, only place I could find this at Amazon, they do sell like, you know, essential stuff on there. But like, dude, there's a million bad video games out there, like point and click MMOs, like you can play. Like, you know, people are like, well, all my friends are in there. I'm like, then get all your friends off of there. Like, mm-hmm. don't be lazy. This is just a video game company, my man. Just delete the app never buy anything from them again. Like I did that the first day. I was like, well, no more. I was like, yeah, Diablo four is coming out. I know I'm going to want to play that. I guess I'm not playing that. I'll play path of exile. It's fine. I can live without this. There is a sort of a question. It's not been decided yet by the workers uh, at Activision blizzard. You know, the people that it would probably affect more than anything, a boycott. Um, But they're going to essentially, at least some at some point weigh in uh on whether or not they would support such a boycott i mean that that i that's great and all for them but that doesn't affect me 
like of what of what I'm I'm just not gonna. Here's the thing. Okay, so here's the uh, you know I like to talk about like cynical individualism again, uh-huh. trying to go kind of same thing I talked about with COVID. So here's why I think that company as it currently they're not going to go anywhere. They're not going to go belly up, but they're going to have to completely like change and and they're going to like everything they do is going to change everything. They're not going to be the same company coming out of this. At least on the surface, it's going to change. It doesn't. I, I think it's going to be deeper than that. And here's why. Cynically, you've got a company that like employs sexual harassers. They harass women, one woman so bad that they like shared pictures of her around the office that she killed herself. Yeah. Um. So you've got a company like that, right? Now, Rockstar has the same. If you don't know who Rockstar is, yes, you do. Because they're owned by Take Two Interactive, they make uh, the NBA uh, 2K series, and they make Grand Theft Auto. Here's the thing: Rockstar has the same culture around them that people who make Grand Theft Auto, but they actually make good games. Huh. Thing about Blizzard is why why I think as they currently are won't survive this. You can't have a company full of sex pests, and ironically, the re- the reason why your games are bad is because nobody can get any work done because your company's full of sex pests. You can't have that and make bad games. World of Warcraft has been on the decline for many reasons I won't bore our radio listeners with. Diablo 3 has been a a disaster. Um, Overwatch became a a microtransaction, like, scam almost. Not a scam, but just, like, they cared more about, you know, how much revenue they could suck from the player ongoing than the to know how to make their game better. Which was always efficient. Yeah, they they re-released a game called Warcraft 3, which the re-release version is worse than the version that came out 20 years ago. Um, that kind of stuff. So this company cannot survive being morally unacceptable to you know a lot of people and making a bad product. They could survive one or the other, not both. I, I mean, I want them gone. If they could just like be gone and go belly up, like like Activision's a terrible company. Their parent company's terrible. They're terrible. They're they're, they're awful. But to be realistic, like if they were just terrible, but they were making bangers, they, they'd, they'd get away with a lot more. Right? They'd be fine. Yeah, but they're not making bangers. Plus, they're terrible. A lot of people are done with them. Yeah. That makes sense. And just to kind of give a taste of uh, some of the stuff that was uh, done on there. I have this article up. Okay. Uh, and there was, this is from what, like a couple days ago. Um, but new report reveals more of the quote. It, it, by the way, calling it frat boy culture like they do. Um, really it's an insult uh, to frat boys. Huh? It's an insult to frat boys. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, step up and, and stand for, like, frat boys or whatever. But, like, wow. Like, you're just essentially, like, taking, like, what actually happened and trying to obscure it as much as possible by framing. Um, before we get to this article, though, you're listening to WHIBLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. So, uh, Blizzard's toxic culture stretches back to its early days according to report but the merger with activision only made things worse so um it references a bloomberg report 
That revealed further details about the alleged frat boy culture, quote unquote, including a 2018 incident in which Derek Ingalls, then Blizzard's chief information officer, addressed questions about the departure of chief technology officer Ben Kilgore with a crude joke about having sex with subordinates. Isn't that cool? Don't sleep with your assistant, Ingalls reportedly said about Kilgore's sudden departure in 2018. If you're gonna sleep with your assistant, don't stop. What? Oh, like like marry her or something? No, Man. no, no. That's not what it is. Do you, you understand what he's saying? You're gonna sleep with your assistant. Don't stop sleeping with her. Yeah. Do you get that? Don't break up with he's, her. He's doing the whole. We're on the radio, so he's doing the whole broads be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. He says, like, oh, when you cut this off, then she's gonna yeah, lie. She's weird. gonna lie about me. To, to, she's gonna she's gonna run to HR and lie about me to exactly. broke up with her. Blizzard was suffused with a quote rock star mentality, according to one former employee that was enabled. By the way, another weird um obs- like like way of obscuring things. Frat boy, rock star. But ironic know? because the company Rockstar Games has the same kind of right. Yeah, they they think they're living in Grand Theft Auto for real. Like, according to one former employee, that was enabled by upper management, which hired primarily men and would overlook inappropriate behavior. "Quote: These developers were untouchable," they said. Not only would they tell you how to do your job. But they had so much power they could do whatever they want in the uh, want in line of sight with their powerful friends. And I, I want to be clear for the, the people who like who don't play video games at all. Um, this is one of the companies that's like if you have if you are in the think of whatever job you do. Activision's right? been around literally forever. Not even Activision. Activision, whatever. Mm-hmm. Blizzard, whatever. Like the. The, your dream, whatever thing you do to to make to pay the bills right now, whatever the dream place it is for you to work at, that's what Blizzard is to these people. So if you're a woman, like you're writing code, maybe you're on the customer relations side, maybe whatever it is, and you get hired at Blizzard, this is this is a dream come true to you. So you're gonna put up with whatever you've got to put up with to be at your dream job. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they get away with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the same way, like, you know, I'm a Disney, Disney file, but it's the same way that like Disney gets to in, exploit their, their, their labor. Their workers. Because yeah. they, they, they pay them in, in smiles and sunshine. You know, that's a part of it is like these people in their head, they dream for so long, especially if they have any kind of like position that's not, customer service you know not like scooping ice cream they've mm. worked themselves up from that or get hired in somewhere at the corporate side oh my god this is the dream and nothing can interfere with the dream you know and so they it takes advantage of people yeah same thing jeff it's teacher teachers the same way teachers absolutely the same way I mean, I don't know if it's the same way in the sense that like people view it as a dream job or something like that. But you don't go through you don't go through all it takes to be a teacher to go to like a school and you're like, oh, this place is awful. I quit. Like it yeah. takes a lot for people to do that, but it takes a lot for them to do that. Yeah. A lot of teachers quit, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. 
Um, I know I understand what you're saying though. Um, like people that like you put up with an, a disproportionate amount of stuff. Right. Like, they put it on you to be like, well, it's for the kids. Yeah. No, I understand. Who's gonna um, teach the kids? Right. This you have a very special responsibility to uh to these children. Mm-hmm. The success of World of Warcraft was a major contributor to that culture, according to the report. Another former employee related a conversation in which a high-ranking Blizzard official told his staff that they were seen as industry superstars by fans and colleagues alike and suggested that they should be able to benefit from that adoration sexually. Men also greatly outnumbered women in the company by a ratio of 4 to 1, according to a 2017 internal report, which only made matters worse. Too many dudes. It's just so it's so icky. Like, and you look at these guys; they look like exactly how in your mind. If you do a Google search for like Jay Allen Brack, he looks exactly how you picture him in your mind. Just like a guy you wouldn't. He 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 just looks like a creep, mm-hmm. like a straight up creep. And it's just so. I don't oh. know, man. Go ahead. Because there I'm were trying so, to watch my language. Because there were so few women. The women really had to compete to stand out with their peers, another former employee said. It created a really toxic competitive environment, not just between the men and women at Blizzard, but between the women themselves. Which, again, when you're the dudes, when you're in a four-to-one like numbers domination, plus all of upper management's dudes, like you could see the women that are being like, that are essentially being forced into a competitive like relationship with one another, and the dudes are going to be up there being like, "Oh, look at that, rare, rare," you know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I just don't understand why they have to like look. And I'm again c- cynical. Being cynical is the name of the game. But I guess absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, why can't you just? They have it. They used to. They used to. They're not going to have it anymore. But they used to have a big like um, convention every year or every couple years. It was like every two years called BlizzCon, Blizzard Convention, whatever. People paid all kinds of money to come out to California and like see what the new thing is. Like, oh, we got the new game coming out. We're going to do a question and answer. Like, and they, these guys are rock stars. Like, World of Warcraft is like a cultural thing. I don't understand why you just can't be a normal human being and just be like, be at the BlizzCon thing and just be like, yeah, yeah, you know I made the World of Warcraft. Cool, you want to get a drink? Like, like why? And and, pe- and, and women would have been like, yeah, awesome. Like, I'm a I'm a night elf mohawk. Like, I'd love that game. I would love to get him. I would love to get a cocktail with you. Mm-hmm. Instead of like being a creeper, like the stuff they would do at at work is they would do they would have they would come in drunk. They said that like, and they would do crawls to like around the women's cubicles and like molest them, like grab on them while they're trying to work drunk at work. They had something called like the Cosby suite. Oh yeah. I heard about that. that. They would like, they would like bring, they would like bring women to like, and from the, from the office, like during BlizzCon, like during the convention, the hotel they were staying at and like, you know, Everybody, they're like, the women who work there, like, they're like, I don't want to go up there, but I also don't want to like lose my job or not get promoted because I didn't let like Jalen Breck like have sex with me or whatever. 
It's, it's, it's disgusting, man. Like, why can't you just be normal? Just be a normal human being. Like, y'all uh, can... Many people are saying that about many, yeah. about many, many things. Just to many, many people. Be a normal human being and, like, pick up women, like, the normal way. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Rather than serving as the adult in the room, Activision, which merged with Blizzard in 2008, only made things worse. Current and former employees at said Activision's oversight came through uh, deadlines and reduced resources, resulting in increased workloads and stress, crunch, and exhaustion, anxiety, depression, and more. So, like, you have this dynamic of, like, you know, sexual abuse and, you know, manipulation from the top, plus, like, just heavily increased workforce is just, like, absolutely destroying the workers. Like, absolutely destroying them. At the same time... Mm-hmm. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. I'm just disgusted. Yeah, at the same time, Blizzard's reputation as a can't-miss studio fell by the wayside through gaffes, layoffs, esports, missteps, and unexpectedly disappointing game releases. The highly anticipated World Warcraft 3 Reforged was a major letdown at launch because of, quote, mismanagement and cost cuts. And World of Warcraft has stumbled badly as well, which, to your point from earlier... Um, yeah. Despite the outrage over its deeply rooted toxicity, Activision Blizzard's share price has begun to bounce back following financial results for the second quarter of 2021. Hey, at least they're making money, right? Yeah, exactly. They've made the most profit they've ever made um, because of the way they fleece and psychologically manipulate their players. Let's see. I'm just looking at their stockings right now. Really good. Um, But it's still under significant pressure on top of the dis... um, discrimination and sexual assault lawsuit filed against a company by California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing in July, shareholders have filed a class action suit accusing Blizzard of covering up an investigation, the investigation that led to it, while employees have continued to push back forcefully against the promises of reform um, from CEO, CEO Bobby Kotick. That's, that's the guy that retired. Or that quit, right? No, 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 no. Jalen Bragg. Bobby Kotick uh, is this, okay. Jalen and Brack was the CEO of Blizzard. Bobby Kotick is the CEO of the parent company Activision. Uh, he is the main one. If you want to like, if you actually do care about this, there's a great um, YouTube. Uh, if you want to know the inner workings of like how to manipulate and fleece your customers, it's a great video on a YouTube channel called Company Man, and he uh-huh. does like why everybody hates Activision, and it's stuff like okay to give you an example of why. Jalen Brack is one of the people that's quoted as saying, because they make Call of Duty, if we could charge the players for individual rounds of ammunition in that game, we would. (laughs) We're trying to figure out a way to do it. So their whole thing is like, we want to sell you a product. Video games cost 60 bucks. We want to sell you a product for 60 bucks and then continuously like manipulate and fleece you out of money uh, to competitively play the game. Talked about all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. They have literal casino slot machine um, systems in the game to uh, make people addicted to try to get advantage over in competitive games over other players. And you can't even buy these things outright for a couple bucks. You have to go through their, like their casino system, their slot machine system. It's like buying cards, like from a, from a, like a like like baseball cards. Yeah, it is. It is. Except you actually get cardboard pieces of paper when you buy cards. When you when you buy a a um, Call of Duty uh, pack, 
uh, whatever battle pass, you don't get anything tangible for that. Mm-hmm. When you buy a uh, a mount, so you can ride a dragon in World of Warcraft, something that when the game was when when I was a lad back in the day, that's something you had to earn. Now you can just straight up buy. Uh, it, it, yeah, you're just creating a situation to psychologically manipulate the player and even if you say well you can still get that stuff for free or not for free you can get whatever it is by playing the game not so fast the game is tuned to put to to aggravate you so much Mm -hmm. to push you into that that purchase to make you give up on everything is tuned to push you in that direction pay 60 dollars for the experience absolutely the game's not free to start with which I, I'm all for a free to play game that's gonna let me like buy like ask me to buy stuff. I will. I feel no problem with that. But yeah, sixty bucks to get in the door. It's pay to it's pay to pay, not pay to pay to play. Yeah, it, it, it's literally the same systems they use at casinos and slot machines to make people addicted. It hits the same uh, endorphins and serotonin like games. Video right? games are now like you're buying a store. They're, they're actually really dangerous. Like the yeah. stuff my the stuff my parents were like, oh, don't play so many video games. I don't like you playing that Nintendo all the time. The stuff that what they were saying was right, but they didn't understand how bad it would get. Like nobody really could that they would just turn these these games into into kitty casinos. Like I I really worry about my little brother. Like my mom does it. She she does it right. She has a switch and just not let him connect to the internet. And like I remember Activision, he got really into like I think he had a PlayStation 2. He got really into Skylanders. And my mom's like, "Oh, he's in the sky." I was like, "Mom, I don't want to sound like old me. Like, take my word on this." It's like, "I know you're not big on video games." I'm like, "You got to stop that Skylanders thing right now. Nip it in the bud." Because that 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 is a, that is a kids casino. It's bad. There so, you go. Act that's Activision. Yeah, they were the little. If for people didn't know, they were little uh, toys to life things. You might have read like Nintendo still does them. They're called like amiibos. But so the whole idea is like okay, in the Skylanders game, you got to play as Spyro the dragon to start with, right? So you be playing, be playing, be playing, and then all of a sudden there's a door that you can't cross. Because it's made out of water. So you have to buy the little $20 toy to put to scan it into the game so you can play as the water guy to go through there. That's just oh, it, like at least with amiibos, they don't they terrible. don't for continuing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it literally hinders your progress. Yeah. Or we're gonna have to leave it there. Yeah. Um, that's gonna have to be it for this uh, show. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Good morning, comrade, everybody. Um, you, you are listening to WHIV LP, New Orleans, 102.3. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.